Hello, my friends, and welcome to Jolton Joe's Wrestling Radio on the Rewind Podcast Network. I'm Jolton Joe, along with my co-hosts, the new Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, and the godfather of the Rewind Podcast Network, Terrible Ted. Get ready for some skull-crushing wrestling chatter. All right, welcome, my friends, to Jolton Joe's Wrestling Radio. We have a, uh, well, we got a full slate of guests tonight. Uh, well, guests and, and, and regulars. Uh, some, some, some of these guys are actually becoming regulars here. <laughs> Me, I'm always a regular, so I don't know what to tell you. I'm old. But uh, anyway, first of all, Tyler is uh, out tonight. I think he's, uh, I don't know. Visiting, visiting some family, I think. Is that what it is? He's visiting yeah. family? Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe he just went to Dairy Queen tonight. But uh, anyway, so we'll miss him. But <laughs> we got, not only do we have the godfather of the Rewind Wrestling Podcast Network, but we have his partner in crime, the man who is affectionately known as Will. <laughs> say hello, Will. What's up, everyone? No, you're supposed to say hello, Will. <laughs> no, true. All right, well, that's an old dad joke. That's all you're going to get from me. <laughs> I love dad and, jokes. <laughs> give me a long and, day, uh, guys. <laughs> what can I tell you, you know? And also... For a return, the return bout between Godfather Ted and the monster himself. It's Venetius. He's with us again tonight. Thank you, Joe, so much. I appreciate it, man. I love it. Brother, coming from FLA. Hell yeah. uh, The outlaw country. I'll tell you what, one good thing, one thing I'm really happy about is and by the way, my daughter lives in Jacksonville, so I feel good that uh, Florida seems to be uh, doing pretty well in the fight against the, uh, uh, you know, the, the the plague here. Yeah, so, we're the uh, guinea pigs. It's like we're 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 the Australia of America. Nobody cares about Florida. <laughs> Bunch of crazy people. They're like, go out there, get sick. Let's see how bad this thing will get. So yeah. <laughs> we're just out there you know we're out there now i'm training already like things are are very much back to normal you know meanwhile the rest of the country is like looking at us like through a little peephole in the door you know no man because you know new york uh new jersey and pennsylvania you know we're still not where we need to go and i think it's just because there's so damn many of us here but uh but you know uh at some point it's going to get better or um, you'll need a new host. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or like 4% of the population will be dead, which is it's a horrible thing, you know, to think about. But, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's crazy. But, Ted, you, um, I, thought, I think we want to start tonight uh, with a little bit of uh, 
some announcements. You guys have some cool announcements. So let me, Ted, I'm going to kick it to you. Okay. Uh, you get the guys going here, and I'll have a drink. Yes. <laughs> The usual for you, sir. <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, actually, I think Venetia's has probably the, the most exciting news of all of us. And uh, over, over at uh, CCW over there, man, tell us what's going what, on, you mean, man. You mean my news isn't that good? Well, your news is fantastic, <laughs> but for totally different reasons. <laughs> oh, wait, now you have yeah, to now, understand. Now, now my news you, better be oh, really wait, good. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. I got to tell Will. I got to warn him. He's in the Tyler spot tonight. Uh, <laughs> you get dumped on, man. You're gonna get you need to have that, that smooth, you have, that smooth southern draw for the rest of the time. Oh, yeah. You get the Delco <laughs> accent for the night. <laughs> yeah, you get Delco. That's it. <laughs> Venetius, man, tell us, tell us what's going on, man, because you uh, told us off air, but, but we need to hear this, man. Yeah, so this has been a, an excellent week for uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling down here in Florida. Um, uh, you know, we, we, we saw the, uh, the, the releases by the WWE as a potential opportunity. Uh, so, the, of course, there were some wrestlers that we were very interested in, and uh, we can finally officially announce uh, um, a, a deal, uh, a pretty long-term deal, uh, with the, uh, the Colognes, uh, formerly the, the Shining Stars. So, uh, they've agreed to appear in uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, and it's really interesting because when you have uh, such talented guys, uh, you know, uh, that, that have – worked for the last 20 years and they're still in their mid thirties. Uh, and you know, they can bring so much to the tag division. They can increase the tag tag division. And man, I was with, um, with Primo, Eddie Cologne, uh, uh, this week, and he should be a single star. I mean, he can be a single star. He's an amazing heel. He's a, he's an amazing baby face. So there's a lot of stuff that we're really excited about for CCW. Uh, and, and like you guys were talking about, Florida is opening up potentially a little bit uh, earlier so you know i see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and uh, uh in that light will be a couple of shining stars so we're really excited uh, uh to see where that goes and and you can always you know um you can always check out uh, coastal championship wrestling on the youtube you're going to see some interesting news coming there in you know in the foreseeable future as well but this is just the first shoe the first two shoes to drop uh for what i i see a very interesting period for coastal championship wrestling kind of a new uh, uh renaissance for us so yeah, I hope I, I hope that was good enough news. But uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to work with those guys. I'm excited to be in the ring with those guys. Uh, I'm excited to go to Puerto Rico for those guys. So you know, we're we're all excited in, in uh, South Florida. That's that's Great awesome stuff. Pedigree, man. Cool. Pedigree. That's that's so cool, man. And and you know what? Uh, for for all of our fans of the Rewind Wrestling Network and our subscriber count is continuing to go up. So thank you for that, guys. And the listens this week have been awesome. So thank you for that. Um, you know, and if you haven't yet, please remember to go like, comment, share, subscribe, do our cheap plug now at the beginning, get it done. Um, we have some, some awesome stuff happening. One part of which is that uh, we have a website that we're going to be pushing out in the, the next two weeks or so. And, um, and on that website, we're going to have a Friends of the Rewind Wrestling Network page. And obviously, we will be linking stuff for, uh, for CCW and for ACPW and for uh, PCW Ultra. Um, you know, all, all friends of the, of the network, you know, Wonderful. people that have been involved in MLW as well. Cause we, we, we've had some MLW guys and, and with that being said with MLW guys, uh, you know, Joe, we have some, some exciting guests coming on in the, the next couple of weeks. So, uh, next week we have, uh, Mark Adam Haggerty who from MLW, he's their, he's their ring announcer over there. And so he'll be with us on the, uh, on the show next week. And then the following week, we've got Johnny Cove. 
coming on the show. And the week after that, we've got ACPW's longest reigning United States champion. He's been champion for over 400 days at this point. And uh, that's King Blackie, and he will be uh, he'll be jumping on the show with us right after Memorial Day. So we are uh, we're just kind of filling out now. Our schedule is just kind of getting Wonderful. loaded up, and that's awesome. Yeah, it's exciting. It's nice. It's filling in, and uh, you know I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that uh, Ted had this wonderful um, little opportunity for us. So we jumped on board, and I think uh, I gave him a, a quick little elbow and said, "Man, you got a." Uh, a network going so you really ought to just do it and uh so my hat if i had one off to you guys because uh you. It, i tell you what if it wasn't for you i'd be retired right now <laughs> so uh i'm having fun so thank you for that yeah absolutely man and and will for those of you that that you know that that don't know if you're just a Jolton Joe listener. Will is the guy that helped me start the the Rewind Wrestling Network way back when it was Will and Ted's Excellent Wrestling Rewind, and uh, so Will and I have another show on the network that's going to be coming out maybe starting next week, but maybe two weeks, probably more likely two weeks from now. Yeah, um, we haven't really decided yet. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go back and we're gonna be watching old school wrestling stuff and diving back in time and talking about why things worked and how they would work in today's wrestling environment and and just really rewinding wrestling and going back and taking a look at stuff and so we're really excited for that and uh will as one of the ogs i think that it's really important for you to make this next announcement man because we had a huge huge thing happen on twitter today will tell us about it man we got a a huge huge follow from one of the top guys in all all of wrestling yeah <laughs> Big match, John. John Cena followed us on Twitter today. Yeah, man. Well done, boys. <laughs> that's that's you know I, I I liked one of his tweets and then like three seconds later I get a notification. I'm like, oh, what's this? Click, and I had to do a double take. I was like, wait a minute, is this one of those fake profiles? And I clicked it, and it's the check mark. No, it's like, got the blue check mark, man. We're we're there. <laughs> I was like, oh no, now I have to like. Be careful about what I say. <laughs> <laughs> now, I got hey to my up. game here, boys, because uh, I need Lacey Evans uh, to follow me. Then, uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to get creepy. No, I'm not gonna get creepy. I'm not. Stop it. <laughs> and you're fired. Yeah, right. yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Oh man, so Joe, uh, man, we had a. a kind of androgynous week of wrestling up until last night, man. What do you, what do you yeah. want to talk about this week, man? Yeah, I'm telling you, I think that, well, first of all, uh, just to, to go all the way to the end, we'll jump to the end because why shouldn't we? We have no rules here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about the uh, uh, Money in the Bank matches that will be coming up this weekend. I think we'll do a couple of predictions, which always go – very poorly for me, but that's all right. That's okay. I've got the tablet, Joe. Yeah, yeah. I love that though because I would forget <laughs> otherwise. But I will tell you that um, I thought, you know, again, we've got those bookends, right? We've got Raw and SmackDown, and they generally, by the time we record this show, I've forgotten about what happened SmackDown, and I've probably forgotten about what happened at Raw. You know, so a lot of times we kind of just jump into the Wednesday night 
wars. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and I thought it was a pretty interesting week. So, um, but I'll throw it out there to you guys first. If you got some things uh, from Raw and SmackDown that you want to throw in, let's go for it. And then we'll uh, jump into uh, uh, AEW and NXT because I got some things I want to ask you guys about. All right. Well, you know, the only thing that I'm going to I'm gonna say about this past week, because SmackDown was another miss for me. You know, I just – I um, I don't know what they're doing. You know, I just don't well, know. Well, Lacey's doing. my saving grace. So yes. anything Lacey does, I'm good, man. And, and what I will say is that I'm happy that Tamina is back in yeah. there and doing her thing because Tamina is bringing a lot of life to that kind of deft division right now over there um, because they can't pull the trigger on Sasha Bailey until they have people in the seats again. Yeah. Um, and that's just, I mean, it's a smart money move. You can't blame them for that. Um, now, that being said, uh, Raw, I, I thought Raw was, you know, moderate to okay and, and, and pretty good. Um, did I have moments in it where I cringed? Yeah, I mean, as a wrestling fan, we always cringe on Monday nights. This is what we're used to yeah, now, right? Yeah. So it's been that way for almost 20 years since the Monday Night Wars <laughs> ended. Um, but what I will say is that uh, the gauntlet match at the beginning of the show – I'm gonna. I know Venetia is, is gonna have <laughs> something to say here, but 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 let me let me let me say my piece first here. So, you know, for for those gauntlet matches, normally I am not a huge fan of gauntlet matches. Although it's funny that I really liked this gauntlet match for the reasons I'm going to talk about, and then I've been talking on the show about recently um, while I do my work down here in the uh in the cave for teaching during the day i have uh shows on on the on the television on the side here and i just kind of leave it on as i go and i've just been running the wwe network um that i steal from will and i uh <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> and uh I, i've just been watching pay-per-view 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 so i've i've watched all of 2002 three four and now i'm into 2005 and there was a gauntlet match for the tag team championships. Um, oh, I forget the pay-per-view I'm on. It's the pay-per-view after WrestleMania um, where uh, Rosie and the Hurricane just won the tag team championships. And I was like, oh, I miss Rosie. But, <laughs> but, uh, but this gauntlet match that we saw on Raw, um, I, I, I liked it for two reasons. One, it made Bobby Lashley look super strong without – really defeating anyone of per, you know that has a lot of purpose and momentum right now right it made umberto carrillo look very strong which is something that they were desperately trying to do with the whole thing with with angel garza and and the whole nxt flippy guys as i call them um you know group there with Zelina vega and that was that was good. So it made those two guys look strong and they've been trying to make them look strong. And really that this match did that for them. It got them over that hump, I think. Um, but at the same time, we, um, at the same time, we, we got a return from AJ Styles and we all knew he was coming back on raw cause it had been reported, but now we got this, you know, this guy coming out and he's very obviously going to win the match cause he's the biggest name in the match. But, Umberto gives him a real run for his money. You know what I mean? And uh, I think it really, A, it got a lot of mid-card guys on the show that haven't been on the show, you know, in a a reasonable way in a little while. And B, I think that it made those two guys look very strong and it filled that hole uh, 
Um, Will had said to me the other day, there's a rumor going around that Apollo Crews was taking out of money in the bank to, to turn him heel and have him join MVP's group. Please. Yeah. Please. Oh, really? Really? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So, so that's why I liked the match. Venetius, come on, lay into me. Bro. Okay, let me let me throw let me throw it on the gauntlet. Let me throw it on the gauntlet here for a second. Okay, no. So, uh, um, very simple. You know, you made some obviously you made some good points. There's there's nothing wrong with the points that you made. My problem with the gauntlet match was the entire uh, the, the entire trope, the entire idea, the, the entire device that a gauntlet man a gauntlet match uses is being thrown out the window. So if you, I don't know if you remember uh, late 80s NWA, if somebody is uh, feuding with Ric Flair, they got to go through Tully, they got to go through the Andersons, and then they get Ric Flair. You want a gauntlet match? Okay, you went, you beat, you beat Ole, you beat Arn, you barely survived Tully, Flair comes down, all four of you uh, beat, beat him up, and you go to the next thing. It's not to just say, okay, we have an hour and a half that we don't want to write on television. So, okay, Lashley, uh, squash Titus, he's garbage. Uh, uh, squash uh, Tazawa, uh, he's garbage. Uh, uh, squash, uh, no, and uh, Shelton Benjamin. Look, you're, you have a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Shelton Benjamin has amazing moments in Money in the Bank. He's Mr. Money in the Bank. You don't show it before. You don't, you don't mention it when he comes out. You know why? Because they knew he was going to get beat like that. It was ridiculous, okay? Then, okay, great. You want to make uh, Humberto Carrillo look great, all right? You beat Garza, who they have wrestling each other, over and over and over again on television. And then Austin Theory comes and it looks like an idiot. You just made a bunch of guys look like an idiot for two people, man. Uh, 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 you remember, you remember uh, uh, Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero? Uh, they wrestle at Halloween Havoc. Maybe they wrestle once on TV, and then they'd be kept apart. Ray would beat uh, a guy. Eddie would come and bash him in the head. You can't put these guys on television against each other over and over and then expect me to care or, God forbid, pay for it again one day when you – but on pay-per-view. So these type of matches are ridiculous. Yes, Carrillo looks strong. Yes, uh, strong. Here's who looked weak. Uh, uh, Titus, Tozawa, Shelton Benjamin, uh, Garza, uh, and Austin Theory. All of them looked weak. Here's the last thing. AJ Styles. I love the AJ Styles surprise. His boys just got fired. There's sympathy on the Good Brothers. He comes out and he cuts the same heel promo as he did before. Do you know the money that they're leaving on the table? Put an audience out there. Have them come here and say, "I'm the lone, you know, I'm the lone ranger now. My friends are gone, and I'm and I'm gonna, you know, beat up everyone in this company to 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 make you feel that way." And the, you automatically have huge babyface reaction. People pop for AJ Styles anyway. You keep them as a heel after the like. Do you remember when you you would the Undertaker would beat somebody, and then they could come back six months later and uh, fresh, or three months later, two months later, fresh. As a, as a baby face or something like that. They missed so many opportunities with this gauntlet match. It was indicative of exactly what's wrong with the WWE today. I'm a little he bit was, concerned about that. <laughs> AJ was buried alive. Why, why did he just come back like nothing happened and they blow it off? Ah, it was a boneyard match. It, it, Come on, be creative. I mean, I, I wasn't that. I wasn't that upset about that. I, I think you could you could have had some cool. Stuff. I wasn't that upset about that because, um, you know, professional wrestling is at a point now where it's like, wait, was John Cena and Bray Wyatt like were they transported back to 1997 in those NWA shirts? Yeah, like, filming was, it together. I love it's so con- I love it too. But it's so confusing. So like, yeah, he was buried. Yeah, he was thrown off a garage. But was he really? It's like this weird time in wrestling. So I'm not that upset about that. 
you know, like, uh, I, I mean, I watched The Undertaker, uh, 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 you know, float over a casket in, in 1994, you know, yeah. so I've seen some, we've all seen some weird stuff, you know, and he, yeah. he just, you know, they brought Leslie Nielsen to bring him back. But it, it's, um, um, you know, I wasn't upset about that. I was upset that they have it. They got it there in front of them. And they didn't do it, you know, again and again and again. And uh, that, that's my, you know, that's what makes me upset, you know. And, and use a gauntlet match to get a baby face over or, or use a gauntlet match so that Lashley runs through five guys and he's the man. Don't do both and none at the same time. That's the idea. Well, you know, I agree with, I agree with a lot of what you said there. But what I will say is when was the last time before this gauntlet match that Titus wrestled on TV? I, mean, I think like main event or something like that. Like, of course he, he, he was given something. Yes. He, he, was, he, was, yeah, given he was given time something. to get in the ring and do something. Sure. You know what I mean? There's no question. Yeah. And, and, you know, I feel that way about a lot of the guys that have, that were in that match, you know? Yeah. And um, I don't feel too bad for Akira Dezawa because on Wednesday nights, he's doing okay. Yeah. He, you know yeah, what I mean? Did, did you watch the, the cruiserweight match that he had with Gower? I did. I did. Yeah. But but he's getting 15 minutes to be out there right on Wednesday nights, you know, and show his stuff. So, all right. Uh, you throw it to Will, I think. We, we haven't give, given Will a shot. There. Will, please. <laughs> Raw, honestly, Raw hasn't given me a reason to watch since Mania. I haven't watched Raw since, since WrestleMania. I just – I haven't been interested in it. Mm. We, the two main shows for for WWE and Raw and SmackDown, I I pay attention to SmackDown because I like the Otis story. That's about it. <laughs> My boy Otis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they better get some really strong ladders for him, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a good day, man. It's gonna be a good day. <laughs> All right, so um, we're gonna move on a little bit here and. Uh, well, let's. Why don't we go to Wednesday, because I think there's a lot of meat there, a lot of meat on those uh, chicken bones. So let's <laughs> uh, let's let's uh, see what we got. I've got some questions for you guys. Um, so I might not just, you know, come out and go. I love this. I love this. I love this. I love this. I think I'm. I might kind of be a catalyst here for this uh, part. Okay. Uh, I do want to know what you liked. Um, only thing I'm going to say is it's doomsday, you know, <laughs> and Killer Cross is there, Carrion Cross. Yeah, Carrion. Garland is there. <laughs> um, I know a lot of people loved the entrance, yep. and I think it was really um you know, cool and unique. Um, but I, I would have liked to have seen a slightly, uh, not that the match needed to be longer. I love squash, bam, boom. I would have liked to seen a little more, what is this guy about? So I hope they give us some kind of vignettes about who and why. And why Scarlet? And you know what's Doomsday about? You know all of that mm-hmm. because this character is waiting right there to be huge. And so I'm hoping for so much 
that maybe I'm over, you know, overreacting, <laughs> but I want to see something good. So I'm throwing that out there, and then I'll give you a couple other questions. But you guys, take it away. What, uh, what did you like? And then let's say, who won? Did anybody win? AEW, NXT. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be totally blah here and say, right down the middle. I didn't have a winner this week. I disagree. There you go. I disagree too, man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> all, all Elite Wrestling to me was a, a clear winner. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I love Killer Cross, Carrying Cross, and I think uh, uh, we're gonna see where he goes next. It's, it's there's not a lot of baby faces up top when you talk about NXT, unless you consider undisputed uh, uh, baby faces. Um, but one of the things that I was wondering about, I don't know if you guys had heard about this or know about this, uh, but you know the allegations with Velveteen Dream, like yeah. lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, nobody knows. They, they, they kind of went away. You know, nobody knows what, what happened. He did make a, a short statement about it. But I was, I was watching intently thinking like, man, if this is like a three-minute and he, he gets beat real quick, then we know that there's some substance behind it. Uh, but, no, they, 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 you know, he had a good match. You know, he had a visual pinfall. It looked, looked good. Everything looked good. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. You know, I think that's probably where Cross goes. I think he beats Velveteen just to really put himself up top, and then he moves on to Ciampa, and, and then we go from there. Uh, but All Elite Wrestling won the night. I mean, the uh, uh, Matt Hardy kind of looks looks good, actually. I'm not going to say anything. But Matt Hardy, you know, he, he's, he was good. Uh, uh, Kenny Omega was great, but that the uh, uh, street fight, I loved it. I loved everything about it. I love watching Sammy Guevara getting hit by a huge golf cart, looked like a military <laughs> truck. Um, and everything else, you know, everything else. One of the things that, that all elite wrestling is doing so much better is the audience. You, yeah, they're fans, or sorry, yeah, they're wrestlers. Uh, you know, they're all Florida guys. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You look at the audience, I'm like, I know that guy, I know that guy. And uh, 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 they're there cheering and they're there, you know, it's much better than that, like, hollow feel center does so i would definitely give the edge to all elite wrestling uh and ratings as well but definitely yesterday was all elite but nxt has i mean it's an amazing show these are the top two wrestling shows uh in the world right now especially because new japan's not running Uh, but you know all all elite would definitely uh have won well why don't we go to you man uh i have i agree all we were all to me all elite wrestling was top this week like you said the that street fight between uh hardy and and omega and uh jericho and Guevara. i mean and anytime i get to see jericho be a little wacky like when he put the the cone on his head hilarious yeah i agree (laughs) i i I popped i was by myself and i popped when i when he when he did the witch thing dude and even even matt in that match i mean he came out looking like old matt hardy and then he gets thrown in the freezer and comes out as broken Matt Hardy. Loved it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but I mean, so I have one issue I have with AEW is I I think they're moving a little too fast with Brody Lee and Moxley because at this point you you can't take the belt from Mox if. Uh, if they're going to have a championship match. But at the same time, you can't have Brody Lee lose. He just he literally just got there. So it, I think they're moving a little too fast with that. But, I mean, if that's the one knock that I have on them this week, then that's not much. 
Those guys have great chemistry too. Um, they had an intercontinental uh, championship match, Ambrose and Harper, that was yeah. unbelievable. So in terms of that, I'm like, wow, this is exciting. And I think maybe they expect people to remember that. But at the same time, it's not Luke Harper. It's Brody Lee. It's a completely yeah. different character. So I agree. Yeah. You know, you're in that same trap that they did with Bray Wyatt. Like, you can't beat him. You know, you give him the belt. And then, okay, give him the belt. What do you do next? And if th- that happens. Yeah, I mean, Ma- Mox just got the belt. Yeah. It's well, it feels, that, I mean, it feels that way. It, yeah. It feels like a, you know, like, uh, yeah. So I, um, I had a couple of gripes about AEW this week. Um mm-hmm. And and so my first gripe is that Cody Rhodes is wrestling too much. Cody Rhodes is the you know he was the draw in wrestling for for two years there, right? He was going everywhere and winning their championship because everybody wanted to put their belt on him, right? Went to Impact, won. Went to Ring of Honor, won. <laughs> you know, and he's just and. And now he's wrestling mid-card guys all the time, and he can never win the AEW championship. First of all, can we just stop saying that? Because we know that's going to change, right? We all know that at some point someone's going to say, you know what, Tony Khan's going to come out and be like, you know what, just for that, Cody gets a road, you know, a shot at your championship, and then we're all going to get a championship match. You no, know? when he when he gets his trademark Rhodes name back from a from WWE, he's going to be Cody Rhodes again, and that's how we'll get around it. Yeah. So it's, you know, that, that bothers me a little bit, but, but the match he had with bad boy with, with Joey Janela, it was, um, Joey Janela should not be going 20 minutes with your, you know, with one of your number one guys in the company. Joey Janela is not a wrestler's wrestler, right? He is a, a, a spot wrestler and he brings excitement to your card and that excitement should last about 10 minutes. <laughs> um, and then you have him out there trying to do stuff that, you know, a lot of these guys in AEW can do and he doesn't look good doing it. And like, for instance, he was over, they were down the floor uh, around the ring fighting and Cody went to throw him into the stage and he tried to do that pop-up thing and he couldn't do it, you know, like, like it's silly stuff like that, that that makes your product not look as good, you know? And, um, and so I have an issue with that in and of itself. I also have an issue with the fact that uh, Darby Allen's being really underutilized in my opinion. Um, What do you think of him and Taz? Yeah, I think, I think that that could be good down the line. Um, Although we've seen Taz in that mentor role before in TNA, and um, not to not to bash on on what TNA did because I think that TNA was the first legitimate competition for WWE after WCW fell, but you know um, nobody should be going to the well to TNA for ideas on on a regular (laughs) basis. You know, Um, let me do a quick counterpoint counterpoint on Cody Rhodes briefly, like ten seconds. I think what it is is also like. He is the son of the son of a plumber, man. He is Dusty Rhodes' son. So exactly what you said, you know, it's kind of funny. Like, it's almost like a wink-wink. Cody Rhodes can't wrestle for the title because they know that Dusty Rhodes, that's where he always wanted to be. He always wanted that title. So he wanted people to say, no, he's the opposite. He's not that guy who's going to run 10 angles and crazy stuff. Mind you, in my opinion, since All In, since the first All In, 
the most creative angles have been Cody Rhodes angles, like in AEW, like he has some really interesting stuff. Like from the beginning at the NWA angle with uh, uh, Nick Aldis at all in uh, uh, double or nothing. Um, um, who did he wrestle? With? I forget. He had some of the best matches uh, and the best, most creative matches. But that being said, yeah, I, I, I think it's almost a joke. Like, of course he's eventually going to get it. Like all it would take is Moxley to say, well, I beat everyone just to bring Cody out and the place will pop and they'll have a match and Cody will probably beat Moxley. And then, uh, uh, you know, maybe it'll be like the, the old dusty reigns, you know, like uh, uh, three months and then, and then drop it to a heel. But I think that what he's done is like, he used to be that three-star general. Like they used to joke, uh, you know, that he's, he's not a good wrestler. I think he's pumped that up. He wants to also show that he wants to wrestle, wrestle the people. But uh, yeah, I think Cody Rhodes is a, um, he's good, but he's a little too much, but he's, he's, it's right there. It's still close, you know? Yeah, for sure. All right. So, um, so in regards to Cody, I think you've got this situation where both NXT and AEW want to put that first match in there to grab as many people as they can and keep them there. And I think that they probably feel that Cody is the one to do that because they've been doing it the past few weeks. Whether you agree or not, that to me seems like what they could possibly uh, be doing there. Yeah, um, I agree with that, Joe. But at the end of the day, man, if you keep going back to the well and doing the same thing over and over again, it's only a matter of Sounds time. Familiar. Stop caring. And exactly. Hey, <laughs> uh, it's like we were just talking about something like that with the <laughs> yeah. with WWE programming, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but that spot should belong to Kenny or Pac. You needed to create a second. You remember RVD uh, in the uh, uh, late 90s ECW? He has a TV title, right? So he'll wrestle Mike Lazansky for 12 minutes in the beginning of ECW, and it'd be a freaking classic. Then he'd go and he write, wrestle some other guy, like all these uh, indie guys in the Northeast, and the whole place would be going nuts. You need that guy. You have that guy, Kenny Omega or Pac. They can wrestle anybody. Put a secondary title on Pac, have him wrestle every – the beginning of AEW for 12 minutes against well, you a bunch of good people. Right now. Well, eventually, you, you, know. Him, so, you know. Well, if he survives, you know, the coronavirus, he'll, he'll, be, yeah. well, <laughs> he'll be back, you know. Like, <laughs> if we're alive, you know, you, you put a guy like that. You know, I don't know if Cody's going to be that guy. Hopefully the TNT title is that guy. But and I, I, Honestly, I don't know that I can agree with you on Kenny Omega. I think Kenny Omega has his moments. And then I'm sorry, <laughs> but I think I'm going to be Jim Cornette here, man. I think there's times when he is just, what the hell is that guy doing? You know, sure. Uh, well, there was a moment. There was a moment I met. I met Kenny Omega briefly, like uh, a year ago. And when you know, and I'm a huge Kenny Omega fan. I loved his matches with Okada. I loved his matches with uh, everyone in Japan, basically. Yeah. Uh, um, and one of the things is the way he wrestles. Like I thought he was going to be huge, and he's five nine, and his shoulders are not that broad. And I was almost like so disappointed. But when he's in the like, then later that night when when I was there at watching, you know, close yeah, up. Yeah. He looked like he was six foot five and he was the man. He really wrestles like the man to me. Um, you know, and of course, he doesn't have Okada. He doesn't have Okada. Okada. He doesn't have uh, a Tanahashi. You know, he doesn't have those guys he can wrestle every week like he was in, in New Japan. But I, I would hope, and I agree, he's not the same Kenny Omega as he, he was in New Japan. But I hope, I really hope that, you know, they, they put him back to where he needs to be. And, and I think last night it was, I saw a little bit of old, old Kenny Omega. Mm. All right, I'm, I've got a question for you. Well, actually, I want to make a statement um, and maybe lead into a question for you guys. Uh, 
I think what, you know, I'm all, I've been in the corner of AEW from the beginning. Like when, uh, when, uh, I keep want to say Killer Cross, but when Carrying Cross came out last night, I wasn't there because I knew I was going to watch it. But and Ted had put a post up. Oh, I bet you Joe's happy about this. And I said I hadn't seen it yet, uh, but I but I will. But the reason is because I I go to AEW first and I watch AEW first. For a lot of the reasons you guys have said. Now, I think the thing that got me a little bit last night, two things. One, you know, the street fight was great. But maybe I was just, because of the WWE fights, you know, with uh, Edge and, you know, Gargano and, that maybe I just wasn't there mentally. Like I, I didn't care. But you've had enough, right? You've Still enough. good. Yeah. Still good. Better than the others. I feel it too. But the thing with Jake Roberts and Brandy, I thought was overkill, not necessary, creepy, and disgusting. It's pro wrestling. <laughs> I know. But if I did it, Somebody would go, that creepy old bastard. You know what I'm saying? I don't hear Jake the snake. But that just means that you've been worked, Joe. You've been worked, bro. That's exactly what you worked. You are a mark and you just got worked. That's fine. Fans are going to be so mad, bro. They're going to be mad. You put the snake on your crotch, Jake. Yeah, it was I, disgusting. Of course. I want to hear what Cornette has to say. <laughs> well, frankly, I love it. Yeah, no, I, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you would like it, actually. I would, oh, I would love to hear it. I'll throw that and just throw it on back to you. Listen, I, I, I was I, like, it's, point. It's, it's instant heat. And, and he, need, and he I, needs yeah, it to I help propel Lance Archer a little bit more because <laughs> Archer isn't getting heat on his own. Everyone's like, oh, he's impressive. He's a monster. He's, you know, he's flipping people over and doing it like an inside out. He should have done it. Give him the snake. No, that's what? too sexual. The old man is it's more like, oh, you guys suck. <laughs> because then, then it would seem like Lance is trying to steal Brandy. It's like a weird sexual thing, you know? Right. Today's yeah, culture is what, very what, like. What was that Jake? with Jake? But Jake is a, a weird, he's Jake Roberts. You he's never trust the snake. He's only know he's insane. He's always crazy. Yeah, he slapped Elizabeth. He's like, I'll make you the woman that, you know, that'll be mine and stuff. Yeah, people people were upset, but like I loved it. I love heat like that. That's the type of heat. Right, I love. There you go. All right. So okay. I can be the old guy. <laughs> we'll see if Dallas can come back in the house, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I was probably jealous, you know. Yeah, no, I was I was a little, you know. <laughs> of the snake, of the snake. I was jealous of the snake. <laughs> not of the heat, not of the heat. Not of the heat. Put the fall on my chair. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Tell you what, since we all we we agree to disagree with me. Yeah, of course. Uh, Murderhawk or Carrion Cross? Carrion Cross. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no not question. Even a question. That. That's not yeah, even I mean, a question for me. Yeah, and I think AEW would prefer to have Killer Cross, too, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. But I, I like I like Lance Archer a lot. I do too. He's improved a lot, too. but I mean, yeah, Killer Cross could be a top guy. You know, yeah, and I, sure. I think he he I think he will be a top guy, but it's gonna take him a longer time. If he had he went to mm-hmm. AEW, he there's a lot of matchups yeah. I would be more interested in seeing than Gargano, Champa, and uh, you know Velveteen and whatever. Or John Cena, follower of the of this network, John <laughs> Cena, Killer Cross and John Cena, book it, book it, Will. <laughs> tell tell John Cena right now. <laughs> Actually, there there is one thing I want to ask you guys about because it's something that I've been struggling with, and because you guys have mentioned Gargano a few times, I can't get behind him as a heel. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. He doesn't he doesn't get the the heel heat that he's supposed to. It's just it's odd. He's, he's like five foot. He's five foot eight and one hundred and seventy pounds, and he's my he's my you know like Johnny Gargano, the evolved champion, the ultimate underdog, and I just yeah. I don't feel, I feel the same. They way even changed right. his entrance music. He had one of the best entrances in yeah. in all of wrestling. The, the Rebel Heart is dead. It yeah, stopped it's beating. <laughs> I mean, I, listen, I, I'm more behind that than I am uh, Grimes. <laughs> listen, oh. Grimes. Grimes starts talking, and I immediately go. that's why Finn Balor came out and and said what he said when I first saw him I said okay I like this idea because he's like a Leonard Skinner kind of good old boy you can you can take this you can you know there's just been a million of them but you know including Dusty but you can you can do this with him yeah but they're not giving him what he needs I don't think he has what he needs, yeah. man. I well, he might be not right. being given. Be They're right. putting the stick in his hand. They're making him beat everybody he goes up against. It's not that he's not being given what he needs. He just doesn't have what he needs. I'm sorry, but it's just yeah. – I'm Here just – They're giving, like, they're giving him a shot with Finn play. now, and I don't know how that's going to go. But the only reason they're doing that is because Walter's stuck in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the coronavirus is putting grimes in our face, man. Get him out of there. <laughs> Making yeah. me grimy. Whenever he's on the screen, I think of Frank Grimes from that Simpsons episode, and I immediately turn it off and then put that on. It's one of the best episodes of The Simpsons of all time. So why change his name? Why not Gargano but AJ Styles? Oh, uh, because of the, the the soccer mom hair. You know that soccer mom hair just generates so much heat with me internally. I get so upset when I see it. No, with AJ Styles, I, I've seen him as a heel through uh, uh, Impact Wrestling. Yeah. I've seen him like even when he was doing this stuff with like Fortune and all that type of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he, he he he's a heel, but like I really, you know, and he he wrestles from uh, uh, Styles wrestles from underneath, but he's very powerful as well. You know, he does a lot of things like uh, that are very different when he wrestles as a heel as well. Uh, and then when Gargano wrestles, he still, I mean, he still he tries to he tries to put heat on guys, but he still wrestles from underneath because. It's just the way he's been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. And, and there's just too much of a story. We know, we know we love Johnny Gargano as a, as a baby face. We know about his, you know, his, the betrayal of, of Ciampa and, and Gargano. We know about his wife. We know about that stuff. AJ Styles, we know he has kids. You know, we, we, we think he might be a little homophobic. And, and that's it. You can, be, you, can get a, a, you can get behind the guys that he have those type of things. Gargano's a nice guy. Um, the, the other thing with AJ when when you talk about being able to get over as a heel, um, AJ is like that Shawn Michaels heel. You know, Shawn Michaels is very good at being a heel. He is. He hates doing it. 
you know, but, but he's very good at it. But he's very good at it. And here's the thing. You can be a heel and still be liked in wrestling today, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that all got blurred with the NWO. Yeah, this guy right here, right? <laughs> you know, but that, that all got blurred with the NWO because everyone wanted to love the NWO, but they were the bad guys, right? Yeah. And, and that's where just where we are now. Like, that's the new norm. And that started mm-hmm. in 1996, you know. But at the end of the day, AJ Styles is that heel. He's like, yeah, you know, he's, he's a real a-hole. But he's a kind of cool a-hole. Like, he's my guy. You know what I mean? I and agree, and yeah. that's, that's kind of where I think that comes, that comes into play. Um, yeah. But um, listen, while I, while I have the mic for a second, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I actually, and, and I don't do this typically, I'm going to pull a Tyler here. I kind of agree with Joe. Um, I think that AEW and NXT kind of were split down the middle, but I do think there was a winner. Uh, I just think it was a very slight winner. And my slight winner goes to NXT, which I know is going to rub some people the wrong way. But here's my reason for it. You just booked Brody Lee, and, and Will, you talked about it a little bit, and Manish, you talked about it a little bit. You just booked Brody Lee to be your, your number one contender for your world championship, for your AEW championship. And Frankly, I don't think that Brody Lee's character has been a success since his debut. Um, I think it's been flat. I think it's been dull. I think it's been constant, you know, shots at Vince, which fine. If you want to take shots at Vince, do it. But, you know, do it in a way that fans that aren't smarks are going to get it, you know. And um, at the end of the day, I just I don't think that he has the momentum behind him to be the buildup to who to who the <laughs> to who the exalted one was better than who the exalted one was at the end of the day. I agree 100%. You know? I, I said that last week. I said I'm looking for him to be evil. Yeah. He's just weird. There. He's just and a, funny and stuff. just yeah. big and powerful and nothing. Yeah. And change his gear. Change your yeah, gear, man. Absolutely. His gear like looks just mid card, you know, get mm. get out there. Yeah. The the Dark Order's been in AEW for a year and yeah. really have done nothing. Yes. Well, at least they're not walking around like the uh monkeys from the Wizard of Oz. You know? <laughs> yeah, originally, yeah, they were like people's chairs and stuff that like that. That was horrific stuff. Yeah. You know? I feel like I'm in the Dark Order. We should say yeah, I hate the Dark Order. <laughs> I just was I was looking at the screen, I'm like, is that evil Luna? Oh no, it's me. <laughs> horrible news. You should have been the exalted one. I should have been the exalted one. (laughs) All right. So we're going to move along to our final topic here tonight. And we're going to see how everybody does uh, with these predictions for Money in the Bank coming up on Sunday. Ted, I'm going to throw it over to you. And uh, we'll, we'll start doing our predictions. Where is Tyler when we need him? That's right. Tyler takes us around in the predictions. That's Tyler's gig, and, and, and we, we just took it away from him, man. Oh, All right. Kill me. All right. very so upset. Listen, I'm very upset that I'm, you know, I'm carrying all the, all the heavy load. You know, all the, the heavy, heavy load. load. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm the host. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> You're used to it, Ted. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start with uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match that's been announced, which is the New Day 
versus the Forgotten Sons versus Miz and Morrison versus Lucha House Party. And I guess, Will, you were saying Lucha House Party is really in this thing because one of the Usos got hurt, right? Yeah, um, I can't remember which Uso got hurt, but uh, it was a nasty knee injury. He's going to be out like six to nine months or something like that. So, you know, I hope, I hope the tough. recovery comes quick, man. I hope the recovery comes quick. Yeah. I love the Usos. You know, they are they are. They've had a really bad run of luck. Uh, give the yeah. other, give the other one the Intercontinental Championship. Give him an opportunity. Whoever didn't. Yeah. Word. One hundred percent with you. 100%. Oh, and the Enawahi uh, 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 family, um, uh, they closed their training facility. Apparently, Whoa. could be for good. This was this is this is hot off the presses. Wow. This was like yesterday. So I guess they might be trying to uh, raise money. And so, uh, yeah, that's crazy. So they did messes the, uh, me up. Um, what, I did GoFundMe or something? Yeah, they did a GoFundMe because they're trying to keep it going. Uh, they actually yeah. gave us a call. We're going to buy a bunch of stuff. But, yeah, you know. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's really crazy. And that's Alpha. I mean, Alpha's, he's a god, you know. Yeah. And then w, w, you know, WXW is the easiest way to get to WWE. I'm sorry to bring us off of that. But, man, yeah, then the Usos right. get hurt. I mean, the, the Samoans are cursed. It's terrible. You know, uh, Tamina's going to lose Sunday. There's no question about that. Wow. A lot of bad stuff happening in Samoa. What's good? Somebody call The Rock. Make sure he's okay, you know? Right? I was about to say, you know, that's that's the other option. Have the other Uso go to the match and have The Rock just come out and be like, yo, what's oh, up? I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> That'll revive that's the tag bad. division. That's the way to do it. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. All right. So right, let's, uh, through let's the roof. Start, Will, let's start with you, my friend. Who do you think uh, Who do you think's coming out of this with the belts? Oh. Can I can I just not care? Because <laughs> that happens I mean, a lot around here. <laughs> it's like one Gun to your head, man. Gun to your head. Who are you picking? The New Day. New Day. I, okay. I don't see any reason to to take the belts off of them unless they're actually gonna let Big E do a singles run. Oh God, I could I could hope. <laughs> to the Brazilian destroyer, Venetius. Man, it's very simple. I think uh, New Day because, oh, let, let me first walk it through. Uh, Miz and Morrison, I want them to be split up. Morrison needs to be uh, uh, closer uh, to the uh, uh, main event. Uh, Lucha House Party, you know, sometimes WWE does this crazy thing where they replace a guy in the match and then they have him win because they can go and say anything could happen in, in WWE. So that's not like it's not impossible, but I doubt it. Um, and then uh, Forgotten Sons, that seems like it should be the smart pick, but also it's not the um, – Forgotten Sons is the smart pick, but it also we're in a time where there's no audience. So, you know, put the belts on people like Kofi and Big E. Yeah. That's the that's my my decision. But the smart pick is the Forgotten Sons. Joe. Well, I I I like your reasoning there. I I didn't want I and I won't pick uh the new day be only because they've had a lot of runs and uh, I think they're more important in front of a, a live audience because everybody loves them. They're that, you know? So I say, if you're going to try something new, go with the Forgotten Sons now and see how it works out. Just going to throw it in the mix there. Play the uh, devil's advocate. How's that? You know what? I- I, I wish because I am a huge fan of the Forgotten Sons, and so I wish I could say that I thought this was going to happen. But I do want to see that change happen in front of people. Mm. Um, I want to see that that payoff come in front of people, 
And so for that reason, I'm going to say, keep it on the new day right now, sell that merch, and then have Big E make that heel turn when you drop the belts to the Forgotten Sons and send him on that push to win a, a heavyweight championship. So I'm going to say new day. I like that. All right. So the next match that we have listed on the card here, according to CBS Sports, is the SmackDown Women's Championship match between Bailey and Tamina. And uh, I'm going to come back around to Will. It's Bailey. They're they're building towards Bailey versus Sasha. There's you. Why take the belt from her? It, it's going to be Bailey. All right, Venetius. Lock of the week. It's Bailey. Doesn't make any sense if uh, Tamina Snuka uh, to beat her. Probably have Sasha uh, uh, do some funny business so you can keep Tamina strong. For what? I have no idea. Uh, but uh, uh, like I said, it's a bad week for uh, Samoans, I guess. So uh, I would say uh, Bailey is the lock. All right. I, I like the lead in to this with having, uh, you know, having Tamina come in and, and kind of be a monster, you know, uh, doing a lot of damage. But sadly, Bailey, you're right. They, they need to have that set up and they aren't going to do it now. You know, it ain't going to happen. So, uh, Bailey. I, um, if I fantasy book this in my head, the the women's Money in the Bank match kicks off the show and the men's closes the show, which we know isn't going to happen. We know they're happening simultaneously. If I'm fantasy book- booking, I'm saying the women's match happens at the beginning, um, that Sasha comes out, screws Bailey out of the championship to to have the double switch and put Bailey back as a face because this heel turn has not been what we wanted it to be and uh and then have her destroy Tamina and take the championship with the briefcase two years in a row at the pay-per-view but I agree with you guys I don't think that WWE will do that and I think that Bailey will retain all right the next match that they have listed here and I'm working my way from bottom to top um is the universal championship match between Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt so there's two things I want to know about this match i want to know who you think is going to win and uh and a correspondent of ours on the podcast mike has been asking will and i all week who do we think is going to actually show up will it be the fiend or will it be bray wyatt and uh he had some good reasoning for that i don't want to get into it right now but i do want to know what you guys think who do you think it will be will it be the fiend or will it be bray so uh will coming to you i think it's braun versus bray and braun wins I think they're, I mean, depending on what WWE wants to do with Roman Reigns, because as of right now, they, he doesn't exist. But I, I think Braun keeps the belt, and they still try and push that, uh, that Reigns match, probably at SummerSlam, I would say. Okay. All right. Okay, what I would do is I would have The Fiend come out and destroy Braun, and reset this back to where it was before Goldberg, you know, came in and, and had his thing. But I don't think that's going to happen. What I do think is going to happen is I do think it's going to be Bray. And you talked about the Money in the Bank match. I think they might be doing something a little creative here. They're going to start both matches for the Money in the Bank at the beginning of the night. And then they're going to have vignettes throughout the entire night of people mm-hmm. fighting in hallways and going upstairs and going downstairs because they're going to want us to be like, wow, look at all this action happening as these matches occur. 
I think Braun beats Bray and has cashed, cashed in on it. And I'm going to kind of uh, foresee maybe what I was, you know, what my money in the bank pick is. Uh, I think that, you know, I would love to have Alistair Black win. I'd love to have Daniel Bryan win. It would be so good. So that means it's not going to happen. Baron Corbin's going to win. He's going to cash in on Braun Strowman after Bray and Braun, and we're going to get Corbin and Braun Strowman for the foreseeable future. That's what I actually believe. So uh, put Braun beating Bray right there. It's going to be bad, my friends. Bad. Dalton Joe. Wow. Uh, man, I, I, you know, I, I can't dispute that. <laughs> I, 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 here's what I'd like to see. I, I can't. I mean, that logic is just right on. Now, I'll take one point and say, okay, is this going to be vignettes through the building, through the whole thing? Might be a better idea than what we saw with the Edge uh, um, deal. Randy Orton, yeah. Randy yeah. Orton. Uh, you know, I, I, I just thought it was long and ponderous and you know and then they came back and did the same thing with uh, Gargano and uh, Ciampa so I'm maybe hoping that it is more interesting now we just came off of a, a, a fiend or a Bray match with Cena where we had this creative you know fun house thing <laughs> I liked it you know, I, I did. I liked it. I, because of the history, I'd love to see something like that. Not exactly, Great but point. something like that. But I can't see Bray winning or, or The Fiend winning. So I got to go with Braun, but I hope they're super creative with this. Some people liked it, some people didn't, but I thought it was pretty cool because it made you think, you know? Yeah, that'd be nice. Who do you, who do you think we're gonna get? You think we're getting the fiend? Do you think we're getting Bray? Oh, oh, I think it's I think it's Bray. Um, I think the history again is there with Bray and Braun. So, you know, okay. um, which means they'll do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna go against the curve here, and and I'm gonna say that we're gonna get the fiend. And that the fiend. I'm gonna well. I'm gonna say we're gonna get the fiend. I'm gonna say the fiend would win, but I'm gonna say that whoever. I think they're gonna main event with this. I don't think they're gonna main event the the night. They're not gonna cap off the night with the Money in the Bank match itself. And so I I think that this will cap the night, and that we will see somebody cash in. And take it out, and I think we'll see who wins. But I think that they'll take the title and run, and the match will be over. And so I think that I think that that's what will happen. Um, I would like Alistair Black to cash in on the Fiend would be a cool, you know, something. But I, I don't think there's a chance of that, you know. Yeah, no. Um, so I mean, I have a hard time making a prediction as to who will actually win the match because I think that's what the finish will look like. Um, but I, what I'll say is, is just to put a name down on paper, I will say the, I will say Bray, I'll say the fiend just to be that guy, you know, in honor of Tyler not being here right now. 
because that's what he always does. He goes against the green. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's look at the WWE Championship match. Perhaps uh, one of the matches I'm looking forward to least on the card: Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. And Will, I'm coming to you. It, it's going again, like all the other the other matches. It's going to be Drew. He he just got the title. I'm I'm honestly tired of Seth Rollins. I think he just needs to go away for a little while and just also stay off Twitter. <laughs> Lock your phone, Seth. <laughs> I just I'm not behind the whole Monday Night Messiah thing. That was that that was a little too that's too weird. I just yeah. And and the look right now with the top knot really is just it's reminding me too much of Marty Skrull. You know, and it's just like come on. Like, I like Seth as a heel. I don't think this style of heel fits him. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. Venetius, what are your thoughts, man? I actually love the uh, Monday Night Messiah. I love it. I love everything about it. Uh, but I loved it a lot more when it was done by a guy named CM Punk. It's a joke. It's the same gimmick. <laughs> he's, his, his mannerisms have become CM Punk. His promos are he's, – he's slowing his promos down to sound like CM Punk. If there's not a CM Punk match, this is a blatant ripoff. Call the copyrights in. You know, this is libel. Uh, um, I actually – but I do like it. I like at least going somewhere with Seth Rollins. He was so dead in the water. You know, how can you beat, you know, Brock Lesnar and just be dead in the water? Uh, but he was. And uh, uh, so hopefully this is something that leads into CM Punk and, and Seth Rollins. But there is no way that there's a definitive finish here. This is a perfect type of match where you can go with a screwy finish, uh, probably Drew winning by uh, uh, disqualification or some screwy thing happening. Uh, and then eventually Drew will beat Seth. But I'm sorry, this is just put someone put someone up there that we can watch Drew beat cleanly. It just put someone there that you can just destroy right now. Just do it. You have plenty of other matches. It just doesn't make sense to go go here. Maybe it will when when we watch it on on Sunday. But there's no chance of getting a definitive finish. Drew McIntyre wins by disqualification. R- rumor is they want they want to build a program with Drew versus Gender. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I'm behind, 100%. Yeah, yeah, uh, do it. Jol- Jolton Joe, what you got for me, my friend? All right, well, I think, uh, you know, I, I don't, they're not going to switch the title. It's not going to happen. Um, I do want to say about uh, the Seth thing, where they were going, you know, the, the Messiah, the, the imagery with him behind a stained glass, uh the the week where uh he comes back and he said i was crucified and then i i rose you know it was daring but but they they just if you're going to take that then go for it go for it with teeth with nails you know don't just back away and now it's milk toasty again it's it so it's it's not exciting um it 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 doesn't compliment him and i think his his uh promos have gotten better but um yeah i I don't know where it's gonna go i i just don't but drew is not gonna drop the title so yeah agreed Agreed. I uh, Drew Drew's gonna win this match. Um, I, I would be happy if it were definitive and Drew just you know beat the beat the poo out of 
Seth, especially because now the AOP are out. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and it kind of that that kind of stalled everything with this, you know, him forming a stable thing. Yeah. Now it's like, well, we got to find new big menacing people. Hurrah, you know, like or change the program and get change his thing again. Right. So and, I, I think that I think that we as an audience just need a break from Seth Rollins, and um, and we're not going to get it, especially because Roman Reigns is not on TV. Yeah. Right. If Roman Reigns were still on TV, we would we would be much more likely to get a break from Seth Rollins for a little bit, even if it's just a month or two. You know. Just get him away from the audience a little bit and then bring him back fresh. Um, in my mind, it's the perfect time to do it with everything going on because you, you could do so much mid-card stuff and make those mid-card titles so important right now. Um, but, but just, you know, they're not going to do it. So Drew is my pick as well. Uh, let's talk about the, uh, the women's money in the bank. We've got Asuka and Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax and Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Carmella. What are we, uh, where are we at, guys? Will. Well, I don't think James Ellsworth's going to be anywhere near the match. So we can probably <laughs> throw uh, Carmella. You the just bear. stole my pick, Will. Come on. <laughs> Ellsworth is taking this thing. He's taking them both. <laughs> Cashing in at both at the same time. <laughs> Will, and I, Will and I had the opportunity to watch uh, Ellsworth work with, uh, with King Blackie. <laughs> at our very first ACPW show at Duffo Mania in 2018 or 2019. Yeah. And um, it was special. <laughs> <laughs> I was just very happy that King pretty much just beat the piss out of him for yeah. 20 minutes. <laughs> but no, I mean, Ted, we've talked enough that you know I'm a huge Shayna Baszler fan. Yep. The tough thing for me is I the money in the bank matches and I try and find a storyline for any any person who could win it and to me I mean the Smackdown Smackdown's pretty pretty obvious where they're going where they want to go with Bailey versus Sasha so we can kind of just throw the, the Smackdown women out of it to, personally I don't think any of the the raw stars need the uh, need the briefcase to really start a feud with Becky. They all have some type of storyline with her already. But I mean, if I had to pick one, it's either gonna it's kind of a cop out because I'm picking two people. But it's either gonna be Shayna or Nia Jax, in my opinion. Under your head, pick one. I think I go with Nia Jax on this one. Because I think Shayna's still got a little bit of heat. I mean, it's not her heat, but everything with Ronda and what she said about the women's division, I, that kind of looks bad on her. I think so. I'd, I'd go with Nia, and you got to you got to run with the uh, the fact that she broke Becky's nose. Like that's that's yeah, the probably, story. Probably get the payoff from that. Yeah, Venetius. Who it should be, it should be Asuka. I mean, she's more charismatic than any woman by like 10 times uh, uh, from what I've seen. You know, and I think it's because they can't script her. <laughs> she can do a promo. <laughs> she can do a promo in Japanese better than any woman right now on the entire roster. Even, uh, even just like seeing her, like singing, like I'm not like most girls on Monday night was more charisma than anyone on the entire show. And they're wasting the potential of having an amazing run with Asuka right now. 
but it's of course it's not going to be Asuka. Of course it's not going to be Shayna Baszler. Uh, they just had that WrestleMania match and she lost clean to Becky Lynch. Yeah. Why bring it back? Doesn't make any sense. Uh, so you know she's not like most girls. Uh, 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 Nia Jax is, is almost guaranteed on this, and it's going to be um, it's going to be bad probably. I would say it's going to be very very bad. Uh, so there, I think that this is one of the most obvious picks. I wish it was Oscar, but it's Nia Jax. Jolton Joe. Totally agree. Totally agree. Should be Oscar. She is uh, that, that since she kind of went into that mode of the insane, unpredictable Asian wrestler, you know, it, it, she's been fantastic. She is the most entertaining thing. Uh, by far, yeah. By far, I I love uh, I love Lacey. I'd like her to get a belt sometime. You know, I think she's got a cool image. You know, I I I think she's real cute. You know, I think she's smart. I think she's you know she's got her whole business. You know, and 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 all of that stuff and the military. There's a lot of good things going for her, but. They're not going to give it to her. They haven't yet. They're they're not going to. I don't know when, but maybe. All right, Nia Jax. Nia Jax, big build up, big monster kind of thing. Um, you know, I said that about. So it's not Venus. all bad for the Samoans. It's not all bad for the Samoans. Yeah, right. Nia Jax. <laughs> no, I standard said that bearer it. now. No, you're Samoans. right. Roman's I, I said gone. that about Tamina, but. Really, the if you think about it, the buildup has been even bigger with Nia Jax, and uh, yeah, it well, just doesn't hurt anyone. Well, here, here's I, I had a couple of things to say about this, and, and uh, we're coming up on our hour here, so I want to make sure yeah, that, we're, yeah. uh, that that we wrap it up soon here. But um, I think that they've really built Lacey well on SmackDown these last couple of weeks, where they've had her pin Sasha, you know, the, they've made the women's right an effective finisher in that regard. Yeah, and, yeah. and they, you know, Sasha, here, here's my thing about Sasha Bailey. It doesn't need the title. That feud, doesn't oh, yeah. need, that feud doesn't need a championship to make it meaningful to us. Right. Um, and so while I agree that if it's someone from raw, it's going to be Nia Jax. I think that there's a very real possibility where we come out of this and Lacey Evans wins it and that's how she finally gets that rub and gets and gets the belt i would like um, that i'd like that um i have a tough time pulling the trigger between the two of them so i'm gonna pull the tyler card and i'm gonna say Lacey evans i like that all right um all right last but not least and uh we do have to keep it no least. <laughs> relatively brief here. Yeah. Uh, Men's Money in the Bank, Daniel Bryan, Aleister Black, Rey Mysterio, King Corbin, Otis, and AJ Styles. Will, coming to you. I would love to say Otis. I don't think that'll happen. Because yep. I love Otis. <laughs> but to, to me, again, trying to find a storyline, the only storyline that makes sense is Baron Corbin, but if they let the person with the briefcase do what Charlotte did by winning the uh, the Rumble, I'd love to see Aleister Black take that briefcase back to NXT. Mm. 
Hmm. So, so I think the storylines there with, with everything going on with Dream that Black could come back and, and cash in on Cole. All right. All right. Where, where are you going? You going Corbin? Yeah, I guess I, guess I have to go Corbin on that. All right. Um, Venetius, you had said earlier that you think that it's Yeah, you, you guys already know what I'm going to say. You know, I, I, I would prefer Aleister Black. You could kind of elevate him into that Undertaker type of status where he could just show up, kick you in the head, and take your belt. It's a really cool thing. He can cut his promos with his Illuminati, you know, stuff backstage. It's an awesome story. It would be perfect for him. It would elevate him. So there's 100% sure that's not going to happen. Personally, I love to kick people in the head and win and, and you know, but of course it's going to be Baron Corbin. Are we kidding ourselves? There's no chance that it's not Baron Corbin. Jolton Joe. I know. Every time you turn around, it's Baron Corbin. You know, <laughs> somebody's, he's got something on somebody there. You know, <laughs> he's got the photos. He um, has the evidence, right? He has the I'd really, him. really like to say AJ Styles. Just because he came out of nowhere again, he didn't. But, you know, here he comes. And why not? But I'm going to play it safe, and I'm going to go Baron Corbin. So I think you're right. I think Corbin has the uh, the videotape of Macho and Steph, you know? like just, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> you know, I, like, we're just – we're there. Like, it's happened. Um I think ultimately, I think that you guys are right. Um, I don't. I see Daniel Bryan going into a feud with Gulak. I see Black continuing to run that mediocre run, although he was supposedly in the talks to be in the championship match at Mania. Uh, Mysterio is there to put people over. Otis is going to continue his mid-card build, and then he's going to win a tag team championship before he goes on to anything else. Styles doesn't need the briefcase to be a contender. It only makes sense for Corbin at this point in time. So I'm going to say Baron Corbin. But I have to say also that Corbin has gotten over a little bit more with me as a worker um, since, since he's become King Corbin and since he lost the, you know, the failing mullet. Um, <laughs> so, so that's definitely a thing. Jolt and Joe, it's, uh, it's getting to be about that time, sir. Get to the end there. Now, uh, Sadly, I have to say that uh, your um, your comment about King Corbin's uh, mullet there, uh, I, I think he was more, uh, not so much the mullet, but maybe more the facial hair. He was a little more ominous with that look, as opposed to the later, you know. Uh, Constable. Yeah, Constable. you know, uh, all of that stuff. And now, okay, they just put a crown and a cape on him. So, you know. Yeah. Well, anyway. Here's, here's, here's the other side of that coin, man. Um, up until, you know, the 90s, only certain guys could have facial hair in the business. And, and that's what helped get – that's what helped keep baby faces baby faces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, and I think that Vince is trying to kind of work his way back towards that a little bit, which I don't disagree with. I think that you need to have a kind of a standard look and then a – a look that elevates guys. So that, that is what it is. But, uh, but we are just about out of time. Yeah, we're out uh, of time here. All right. I want to thank Will for popping in for us here. Thank you time. so much, man. Venetius, you know, you are blessed. And, and of course, we, we love your take uh, 
coming from a man of the uh, of the wrestling world, as opposed to uh, some fandom like myself, old time mm -hmm. fan. But we appreciate it, and Thank we hope guys. we're going to have you back. One hundred percent, of course. Yeah, for sure. Ted, what can I say? Since Tyler's not here, I have to put you over. <laughs> the godfather of the Rewind Wrestling Podcast and the Rewind Wrestling Network. It's terrible, Ted. All right, you guys, thank you so much. Jolton Joe's Wrestling Radio. I'm Jolton Joe. Please subscribe. Say nice things about us. Say mean things about us. Give Ted gray hair. I'm the only one with gray hair. Later. <laughs> Thank you.